All right. Good morning or good afternoon, everyone. Today is Thursday, March 25th, 2021. And I just wanted to let all of you know very quickly that there will not be a news episode tomorrow just because I'm working on producing a bunch of content for the main show. So I tried to get as much news as I could today and then we'll catch all of you Sunday as like another news wrap up, so to speak. Um, just to let all of you know, but I tried today to get as much news from around the world as I could, just so you're all informed and filled in with with what, you know, hopefully what would be the more important stuff, generally speaking, that we know of, right? Now, first off, there was a study that came out saying that the rate of male virginity is increasing, you know, like um, males are not having, young males, especially with the younger generation, are not having as much sex and what have you. Now, look, we can, we can argue that uh, that's based on a multitude of different factors, right? But one of the things, too, is that we have to factor in the pandemic as well. With that being said apparently this was already on a, an increase in terms of younger males not interacting or having sex as much uh, because of the fact that you know because of technology people are more inside more often they're far less social and things like this look to each their own i mean if, if it's gotten to the point where regardless of where you live in the world if you're a male and you're you're scared or hesitant to speak to a girl because you haven't because you spent most of your life or you know most of your young adulthood or your teenage years in front of a computer that's a bit of an issue i have nothing against that believe me guys i'm i spend i'm not joking probably 13 14 hours a day staring at a screen because of all the the editing researching and stuff like that that's not the point the point is is that at some point if you socialize online you got to be you know prepared and ready to socialize in the real world as well it's not i mean we are it's interesting because it's almost like i might sound hypocritical in the sense that look we are moving to a more technologically oriented kind of work from home thing it seems to be not for everyone but for you know a decent percentage of people and we're living in an era now where you know quote unquote ghosting somebody uh is you know just ignoring their phone call for days on end or their text messages meanwhile the person sees that you're clearly online or you're on your phone or whatever that's becoming more and more of a real thing because people are not used to confrontation as much anymore i think there needs to be a balance that people got to get out more in general and look i i speak on behalf of myself too like again as you guys know i socialize with all of you but if you ask me how often i socialize with people in real life it's considering the pandemic it's a decent amount but i could be doing better you know what i mean and that's just me so again everyone has stuff to work on but again if this is a legitimate thing this is a little bit worrying not even because of like you know not because all oh, you know guys go part of my english go out there and get some pussy <laughs> it's got nothing to do with that I'm, I'm i'm seriously concerned about like birth rates and stuff like that and by the way that comment i didn't mean to make that if that sounded sexist or whatever it was just a phrase i've never used that phrase in my life i just want to be clear uh, it was just for you know the whole the the whole guy thing of, you know, going to parties, going after girls, that kind of thing. Uh, the next thing is that Biden's going to be holding his first solo press conference today. Now, look, even CNN and the Washington Post are pretty much saying like on the front page, I do. I'll give them this. They're saying, look, everyone watch today's thing to see if he screws up. CNN and Washington Post are basically saying that I will give credit where credit is due. But at the end of the day, I think, what is it, three months into his administration, he hasn't held a first solo press conference. And if we're going to be consistent, say what you want about Trump. All right. Again, we can compare all the presidents, but if we're going to compare the, the most recent ones, excuse me, say what you will about uh, about Trump. But, you know, 
you know, we can argue that he said a lot of ridiculous things in his in his, his press conferences, but I got to say, the guy was out there, no joke, two, three times a day speaking, whether it was a press conference, whether it was a, um, you know, some type of round table, whether it was a rally. Look, the guy was out there. I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to be honest with you. Now, granted, Joe Biden has had a couple of, I think, one or two brain aneurysms and things like this. And, you know, there was a clip I saw myself yesterday where he was asking, I think, Kamala saying, okay, who do I call on next over here? And he was kind of laughing it off. He, he's admitted himself, Joe Biden. He's called himself a gaffe machine. But look, it's bad. You know what I mean? Now, let's be fair. There was evidence to suggest if we go back to the 80s that Reagan was experiencing an onset of dementia in his second term during his administration. Look, sadly, I think in general, not even just the Western politics, but in general, it's more about the optics. If you're a, 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 not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but you as you know, the leader of a country in general, you appear to be tough and you have or, you know, you, you, you appear to give off the image or broadcast the image that you wish to see or whatever, um, or you wish the world to see you as I think ultimately as long as you have the right team around you to guide you, you should be good. But at the same time, to be totally, totally honest with you. It's, it's hard to say. I mean, you know, if we go all the way back to JFK, they used to allegedly prop up JFK with a bunch of drugs because of his physical issues, not his mental, but his physical issues. He couldn't stand upright and stuff like that. Apparently, the guy was like a walking pharmacy every time he held a press conference. Now, again, this was the 60s. It was a much different era. But you see what I'm saying, right? Now... I'm trying to be consistent to play both sides here. This isn't the first time a president's had health issues, right? Reagan was shot as well, too. Everyone knows this, right? Which is ultimately what many would argue led to his energy deterioration. With that being said, that's one side of it. The other side of it is that, again, we look at someone like Trump, who's got phenomenal amounts of energy, whether you like him or not, the guy the guy hustled. You know what I mean? We have to admit that. I mean, when he was running for office and when he was in office, in terms of going out to speak to people, whether it was the press or his, 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 his fans or or his, you know, his voters or whatever, whatever it was, the guy went out there with energy. To, to, like, I mean, we, whether you hate him or love him, we, we cannot deny that. You know what I mean? We, we, we just can't. The, uh, the next thing is that New York has reached a deal to legalize recreational marijuana. Which is, which is interesting, again, um, because, look, I think ultimately, I'll tell you guys right now. Uh, I personally, I'll smoke a, a joint every so often before I go to sleep. I don't really like getting high um, during the day or whatever. I, it really makes me feel like I'm losing focus and it really gets, honestly, it actually gets me pretty paranoid to tell you guys the truth. Uh, but that's just me though. I can understand people who are, you know, high all day or whatever and they function actually better than if they weren't. So look, weed is an interesting thing. I mean, at the end of the day, there's a lot of people in, you know, that live in parts of the world where weed is still illegal, but it's helped them a lot. Look, guys, I'll tell you right now, forget putting the studies aside and all that. I live in Canada where it's legal. I have yet to see any major negative outcomes. Now, if I could be wrong, I have no problem changing my position if things change down the road. And that's not even my position. I'm just telling you what I see. I think ultimately, look, if the people of New York want their you know weed to be legalized, then legalize it. If they don't, then don't. It's pretty simple, right? The next thing is that Kamala Harris, oh, this is a good one, will be joining Bill Clinton tomorrow, so Friday, in a woman's empowerment program. Oh, man. Bill Clinton in a woman empowerment program. Okay, it's not, it, it doesn't even, let's just say it's got nothing to do with Monica Lewinsky. Forget that. Epstein, he's been seen with Epstein and he's hosting a woman empowerment program. How? How? Because he's the elite, he's part of them, he's Bill Clinton, the, of course the media is going to give it to him. The guy was close with Epstein, that should be enough. Even, he didn't, even if he didn't do anything, uh, even if he didn't abuse any girls or whatever, and that's all up in the air still to this day, but even if he didn't, 
it still the fact that you've been seen with him oh man what like i don't understand i i just i don't get that that i mean purely from an optics perspective I, look he's older i guess he doesn't care but still like what media company i mean look because they're falling in line with the establishment that the mainstream media has to do what their superiors tell them but what media company in the right mind would say hold on bill clinton's hosting a woman's empowerment program and kamala's joining too I mean, come on, you know this is just going to be ripe for, for insults. Like, we, everyone knows this. Come on. Well, regardless of what side you're on, everybody knows this. The, the next thing is that the, um, the Colorado shooter has allegedly been confirmed to be a 21-year-old Muslim from Syria who was known for having a temper in high school as well as being paranoid, saying that he was being, his phone and computer were being hacked because he was Muslim. And his brother also said that he did show symptoms of mental health issues. Nothing super crazy, but uh, significant enough to make his brother think over the past handful of years. Okay. Here's the thing about the Colorado shooting I want to be very specific about. Putting the gun thing aside, I want to be specific about the fact that I need to, I'm not, uh, by any stretch of the imagination, you all know I'm not racist, but we have to call things the way they are. And I know you might be saying, hold on, Dave, you just said that the, the phrase that all racists say, I'm not racist, but no, here's what I'm trying to say. The shooter, assuming the facts are correct, that he was a Syrian Muslim, the media is not reporting on this, but when it is a white shooter in, the, in the, a mass shooting case, the media gives out the picture, the name, and everything. Now, it's got nothing to do with skin color. My point is this. We have to be consistent. You see what I'm saying here? So if you're going to be, for example, if you release the names of the white shooter and the detail and the pictures of the white, of the, you know, a, a white male shooter, you also must release the names and the pictures of this Muslim shooter. And I say that because I personally saw on three mainstream media networks last night before I went to bed. I want to make sure I'm very clear on this. I saw these hosts saying, well, we don't want to disclose the picture or the name of the shooter because, you know, we don't believe in doing that. But hold on, you have no problem showing, you know, the, when it's a white guy, but when it's suddenly, you know, a, a Syrian Muslim, which I have nothing against Muslims, by the way, or anyone from Syria. But again, this, as a matter of fact, I would argue sows more divide and division amongst the people, racist or not. Now, let's flip it the other way. If, for example, let's just say it was a, there was a Syrian shooter, a Syrian Muslim shooter, you know, a year ago, and that shooting happened, and they released the, the picture and the name, and then the shooting that happened in Colorado, let's just say it was a white person, right? I would, and then they still said, we don't want to release the name or the picture. I would be just as consistent. I would say, no, it guys, the point is this. It doesn't matter. Asian, black, like Russian, what it doesn't matter, guys. It's not about that. It's about consistency. If you're going to, I don't care if, if like, uh, this is what bothers me because it's almost like, again, the media talks about being fair and, and treating, you know, people of color uh, appropriately, which I fully agree with. I mean, like the, this whole thing of racism to me, I don't understand it because uh, I don't know. We're all human. Again, we have a show where we talk about aliens, like it, we're accepting aliens. And meanwhile, there's people that can't accept different colored people. What a joke. Like, you know what I mean? But the point is the consistency. You see what I'm saying here? If it, it doesn't matter what color or whatever it was. Maybe I started off this little rant uh, the wrong way by saying I'm not racist, but, but you see what I'm saying, right? So anyways, um, the next thing is that a Gallup poll says that 42 million migrants want to enter the USA. Now, I don't know how they got this, this thing, this, uh, this poll, how they put this together and all that, but you know, um, 
Uh, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. There's a lot of people that want to come to the U.S. Let's be real. The next thing is that Governor Andrew Cuomo prioritized his family to get the vaccine first. Okay, we have the roughly 15,000 deaths in the nursing homes covered up, basically, that the, the AG or the investigator found so far. We have also the sexual assault scandal, and we have now him prioritizing his family to get the vaccine first. The guy's got to resign, man. The guy's got to resign. And I know the whole thing is, well, they never resign until they do. Yeah, well, <laughs> when's he gonna, it, it's about time. I mean, holy crap. And then Biden says, and, and Cuomo says, you know, we should let them finish the investigation. Man, they're already confirming certain parts of it, even before they finish the full thing. Step down. It, it's, it, your, your shot at a 2024 run is not going to happen. Like, anyways, I could be wrong, but you know what I mean. The next thing is that Chrissy Teigen has deleted her Twitter account over negativity. Okay, I'm not spending more than five seconds on that. So, yeah, I can understand that. Let's move on. The next thing, because th it's nonsense. It's like the Kardashian stuff. The next thing is that the CEO of a mental health startup that Prince Harry is now joining and advising to sit up on a board on says that he's not doing this for a publicity stunt because it was announced shortly after he did the interview with Megan. He was going to be joining a Silicon Valley startup having to do with mental health, and he was going to sit on the board and be an advisor. I don't know how involved he'll be but again people have speculated it's a publicity stunt look when you're in that position you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't and i'm not trying to defend prince harry anytime you're in that big of a spotlight it, either way you can never do anything right so to speak so again you're always gonna piss people off and you're always gonna make a lot of people happy it's just the way it is the next thing is that denmark has extended astrazeneca's suspension due to possible unbeknownst side uh side effects side effects excuse me um again According to a recent study, apparently AstraZeneca just recently released uh, some more results yesterday, uh, more recent ones, but I don't know how much of this is profit-driven. I don't know how much of this is being faked, how much of this is the numbers are being twisted. There's so many different ways to look at the data, and that's the problem. And I'm not even a doctor, and a doctor will tell you that too, right? So again... I don't want to spend too much time on COVID. It's just, it, whatever. Anyways, the next thing is that a German woman was arrested for joining ISIS and enlisting her son. <laughs> Holy crap. What? <laughs> Man, oh, geez. thank God they, like, I don't know. Thank God they arrested her and they, they found her like that because, holy crap. Anyways, the next thing is that a veteran a handful of veteran investors are saying that governments are planning to overthrow Bitcoin. This is interesting. There's a lot of talk as to whether or not Bitcoin or cryptocurrency in general has is already being controlled by a lot of the, the world powers. I, this might sound ridiculous, but just bear with me, guys. There's a theory out there that Putin actually started uh, uh, a Bitcoin in order to sort of uh, take control of the, of, of the world in an indirect, unofficial way. We see a lot of banks now uh, taking on blockchain and, you know, data mining and things like this, which is what basically cryptocurrency is all about. They're going to find a way to control it and harness it if they don't and if they screw it up. And when I mean they, I mean like the, the powers of the world, the big bankers, you know, the ones that the, the Federal Reserve, those guys and all that. If they don't, then it, if they let this slip and they let this go into a global uncontrolled de, uh, decentralized currency, which many argue it already is, it'll be interesting to see. Now, I know many of you listening or watching know far more about crypto than I do. So I'm not going to expand on this because past that, I have no idea what I'm talking about. So the next thing is that. Uh, let's see here. Reddit fired a transgender activist due to being linked to, to two pedophilia scandals. Now, I don't know the specifics. Some of you might. I know some of you have actually found the show from Reddit. Uh, maybe you guys are more from or girls are more familiar with this. And I'm not sure exactly what went on there. But look, to me, it doesn't matter if you're transgender. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, gay, you name it. If 
you are linked to anything pedophilia based gone you're gone i don't like even then forget being fired you should be investigated and the whole the whole nine yards the whole thing you know uh to me it doesn't matter if you're straight transgender gay or what have you the next thing is that uh that boat in the suez canal is still stuck and the owner of the boat has actually apologized saying that he's sorry for it holding up all the other boats so it's kind of funny more than anything i, I don't think anyone got hurt so the next thing is that half of Israelis have been vaccinated in terms of the population, whereas Palestine lags, lags far behind. Well, I mean, I could have predicted that. I mean, whether that was intentional or not, like, you know, Netanyahu was blocking certain vaccine, Palestine from getting them or whatever. I could have told you, like, we all could have predicted that, you know. The next thing is that uh, Navalny's health concerns are growing because of the, the, the prison that he's in. Well, again... Excuse me. Again, it's 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 very basic stuff. It's you know you you did, again what Putin's doing is very traditional in the sense of you know it's a time old spy technique or you know interrogator technique or I guess we could say torturing technique. You deteriorate them mentally, physically. You break them down. You break the body. You break the spirit. I know that sounds like something out of Batman, but it's true. It, you <laughs> you break the mind. You you br that's what you do. It's not just about beating someone to a pulp physically. You can beat them up over and over, but if they have a, a strong mind mentally, you'll never be able to tap into their mind. So it's more than just torture and waterboarding and all that kind. Or waking Navalny up every hour and filming him. It's 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 everything. You got to go. I mean, I'm not you have to. Sorry, that came out wrong. If you're gonna torture someone which I don't advise whatsoever, but let's call it like it is in the reality of the world. You got to go after the things that really, you know, matter to them the most, their mind, the spirit, the whole thing. And that's what Putin's doing, whether or not it's a good or bad. I mean, look, it's any human being tortured is not a good thing, right? But at the same time, if we're being totally real and, you know, without, you know, being, oh my gosh, this is so bad and this and that, let's be real. What did Navalny expect by going back? I've said this before, right? The next thing is that Alan Turing is being honored on the new UK banknote. Oh, that's fantastic. Alan Turing, the imitation game. I got a lot of respect for that guy. I mean, the fact that, you know, he broke the enigma and a lot of his findings and research and inventions literally paved the path for what we now know to be computers. Fantastic to see that he was on the bank, uh, the, the new UK banknote. From my understanding, I think in 2013, if I'm not mistaken, I don't even know how I remember this, but the Queen gave him an official pardon as well, too, because after his success at Bletchley Park, Alan Turing, uh, he, long story short, came you know it was finally revealed that he was gay and all that and at the time you know in the late 40s it was still like oh you're gay so they tried to chemically uh you know alter him and stuff and uh i think it was what's the term chemical castration i think it was and he ended up committing suicide like a year into it so it was i think it was either prison time or a chemical castration and you could he could stay on house arrest or something and he chose the the castration so anyways it's a very very touching a story a film if you watch the film very well done acting wise just happy to see that he's now getting the recognition he deserves again whether he's gay or not should not factor into this whatsoever um the next thing is that biden may keep trump's policy on exporting and selling drones to other countries huh interesting interesting again i'm not trying to be like oh like you know i'm not trying to do a what aboutism thing but again there's a lot of stuff that we can argue Trump screwed up on, but there's a lot of stuff we can very strongly argue that the media attacked Trump on for no reason, just for headlines, clicks, just to, just to jab at him, just to, you know, try to sway public opinion as much as they could. This is one of them. The fact that Biden is keeping some of the policies, I mean, let's be real here, right? If he really wanted to, he could have executive ordered that thing right now and changed it all up, but he didn't. So clearly it's deliberate. I mean, anyways... 
the next thing is that Twitter, Google, and Facebook CEOs will be te- uh, questioned, I think, by the Senate in the U.S. over misinformation spreading. Again, if nothing's going to change, that these these hearings don't mean jack shit. I mean, it, it, there'll be some sound bites. These senators will, you know, they'll do some over-exaggerated speech so they get some views and stuff like that. And then what? The, what's going to come of it? I'm all for the hearings if stuff comes of it. And I'm not saying there has to be results every time after you hold a hearing. But, you know, make something happen. No, nothing's happening after these hearings. Basically, what we're seeing after these hearings, these big tech hearings, is all we're basically learning is that these big tech guys have more and more power than we initially thought. That, that's what I'm seeing, honestly. I mean, look at, look at, look at our show, right? I could wake up to, we could all wake up tomorrow morning and the show could be gone just because YouTube feels like it. That's, all, that's what it would come down to. The, um, the next thing is that states, uh, certain states in the U.S. are suing to undo Biden's pause on U.S. oil and gas leasing sales. Uh, most of them are Republican states, again, for the jobs and things like that. I understand that then it comes into the whole debate of, you know, long term energy or short term overall. You know, the people need the jobs now. I think we should find a balance. Keep the oil lease and gas sales going for now while transitioning into the energy sector we shouldn't i mean it's way i'm sure it's way easier said than done but a lot of it is just bureaucratic politics that seem to be in the way right and so we it has to get to the point where sort and i apologize for saying we because i'm a canadian let's be honest but um there needs to be a point where people do are not out of work for one to two years we can see that people can't afford being out of work for two to three weeks let alone you know one to three years if that's how long a transition to renewable energy would take and stuff like that so i understand why the states are doing this they're they you know they need to care for the workers and things like that now maybe there's another you know a profit side to it maybe these politicians are getting kickbacks let's be realistic here too but you know the next thing is that uh, Virginia becomes the first state in the south of the U.S. to abolish the death penalty. Okay. I mean, again, it's, it's their choice. Some people are for it. Some people are not. I see both sides to it. Again, there's some, it's kind of like abortion. There's, there's two very opposing sides, very strong sides to it. So the next thing is that uh, Kamala Harris will be leading the effort to stem migration at the border. Here's the thing. I don't know what that means, stem migration. Like stem, the word stem, S-T-E-M, like the stem of a tree. Like, what does it mean to stem migration, to control it? I don't, and I'm not even trying to insult the administration. I just genuinely don't know what that means. But anyways, the next thing is that Canada announced new sanctions on Russia and the Kremlin vowed to respond to these sanctions that Canada placed. Look, again, I say this all the time. Let's be totally real here. If it wasn't for our neighbors, the U.S., because again, I'm a Canadian, we probably would have been invaded God knows how many times now, right? Um... People might say, oh, Dave, you remember a few hundred years ago, Canada actually defeated the U.S. in a war? I, I think it was. Yeah, it was. I forgot. Two or three hundred years ago, give or take. It's not that's not happening again, guys. I'll tell you right now. Plus, there, there are friends, there are our partners and stuff like that. So, again, my point of that is this. Canada would not have slapped these sanctions on if without speaking to the U.S. first. Let's be real here. Right. The, the, as the saying generally goes that we have here in Canada, if the U.S. coughs, we sneeze. Right. So it's. And it's it's totally true, at least from what I see. Um, the next thing is that China has bashed the U.S. over racism, inequality, and the pandemic response. Okay, whatever. It's just this. It's just a cover for the the genocide stuff. Uh, the next thing is that India has halted vaccine exports, which is interesting. Um, Saudi Arabia has proposed a Yemen peace plan. If I'm not mistaken, Yemen is considered to be a failed state, from my understanding. And um, 
look, if Saudi Arabia is doing this for some type of intelligence operation or for some type of other agenda that's not, you know, forefront to the public of the world, again, it's just another way of how things work. Like, it's unfortunate that I got to say these things, but it's true, right? We have to call it like it is. So we'll see if what re- if anything of, you know, substance or, or policy legitimately comes out of that plan. It's to see these countries in the Middle East being war-torn is very sad, honestly, because the Middle East in general is geographically land-wise very nice place in terms of the history of civilizations that have been there it's unfortunate to see bombs being dropped and things being destroyed and all that right so the next thing is or the final thing is that nike and h&m are facing backlash from chinese officials after nike and h&m expressed concerns over the genocide going on there look i will say this again too i want to be very clear not the chinese people the regime the ccp okay and Nike and H&M, let's also call it like it is. Of course, what's going on there is bad, but they're just they're just following along with every, every other corporation now saying, oh, I don't know, you know, this and that, whatever. The hypocrisy with these corporations is rampant because you know what's going to happen, right? China's going to say, you still want your stuff made here? Nike's going to go, yeah, yeah, because it's the cheapest in the world, like extremely cheap compared to if we brought manufacturing back here. The China, then China's going to say, okay, look, you criticize us once or twice, but shut up about it. And Nike and H&M are going to go, okay. They might not say it publicly, but they'll be thinking, okay, if we criticize China once or twice, that's okay. They won't care. But if we keep criticizing them, they'll hammer down on us in some of the, the factories where our stuff is produced. Let's be real, guys. Let's. It's so bad what's going on with the genocide of the, the Muslim Uyghurs. It's terrible, but this is the reality. It's true. It's, it's a negotiation. China has so much pull and leverage. And it's sad to say, but it's very true. So anyways, that's it for today. I tried to gather as much as I can just because we won't be doing another news episode till Sunday. And um, yeah, hopefully all of you enjoy this and we'll catch you later today. Cheers.